season sports media. This is the Good NBA Podcast. again hello everyone welcome into another episode of the good nba podcast a podcast where we talk about uh ben simmons mostly uh my name is mostly. drew wade <laughs> joined as always by my host brendan swam how are you doing today drew i'm doing great today we made it to the nba season we did hallelujah it felt actually the off season was pretty short i felt like even though it was four yeah. months long i feel like it went by pretty quick and already there's basketball again. Thank goodness for that, because would love to just put the uh, how the Sixers season ended as far in the rearview mirror as possible. Um, yeah, hey, time to move on to 2021, and we have some early takes on what we've seen so far this year. Uh, some Ben Simmons talk coming up. Of course, right? Ben Simmons talk. Yes, you wouldn't be listening to this show if you weren't expecting some sort of Ben Simmons talk at the top. Uh we're going to talk about our teams a little bit, the Sixers and the Blazers, and then we're just going to check in on the NBA as a whole, talk about how everything's going, what are we surprised about, what are we not surprised about. Uh, then Brendan's got a little little game that I think I'll do very poorly at. Oh, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> have, have a little faith in yourself. We'll see. Have a little faith we'll in see. yourself. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do great, actually. Um, no, it's not great. Ben Simmons' situation. Uh, it's not horrible anymore, I guess. Two sides guess. have met. Uh, ben Simmons met with the team with Coach Glenn Rivers. Um, both sides decided that, hey, we all need to take some accountability for what happened. So that is a step in the right direction, I guess, for Ben. And yeah. uh, he said he's not mentally ready to play right now. So we'll see how long that is going on. But it is looking more and more like he's at least going to be playing some games for the team this year, um, which did not seem like the case soon after recording our last podcast because after that, uh, he got kicked out of practice for not participating and uh, just seemed like things were going to turn sour really fast. But uh, since since we waited a week, uh, we're back on the other side of things where it doesn't look so bad. Yeah, so we had Towelgate happen last week too. Uh, where or what was it? A practice jersey, and everyone thought it was a phone uh, in his pocket. Oh, was it? I I didn't even see that. That wasn't a phone. Like I just literally thought. It was well, a it's phone. it's I never still an active discussion. You know, there's like uh, videos of people claiming that it's the phone. Videos of people claiming that it's just a towel. But we're still not sure. Um, and Embiid had to go out and basically put a message out for Sixers oh, yeah. fans so that they could also mentally prepare themselves to be a part of this team again. Right. Yeah. Uh, so. Embiid before their home opener against the Nets, which we'll get into, unfortunately. Um, Embiid was talking to the crowd, thanking them for their support and asking them to support Ben because he is quote, still our brother. Uh, this coming a couple days after. kind of snuck it in right at the end. Yeah, right at the end. He was like, <laughs> because he was on a roll. Everybody was cheering for him. So he just snuck that in right at the end and then yeah. ran back to the locker room. Um, <laughs> and by the way, we need Ben Simmons because nobody on this team can guard Kevin Durant. Exactly, exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's so, so sad. Um, of course, referencing, sad referencing the Nets Sixers game 
this past Friday, Sixers home opener. Sixers had a lead for 59 minutes in that game. And uh, guess what? The 60th minute was where it really counted. And that's where they lost the lead. And uh, in effect, lost the game. So uh, good to see that we are still blowing leads. Good to see that uh, that hasn't changed amongst everything that's changed this offseason. Um, we're sitting at They're two and a 10 one. point lead with uh, yeah. five minutes to go. Sure was. There sure was a 10 point lead with five minutes to go. And then some unfortunate things happened, uh, namely Danny Green airballing some three pointers, looking like Lakers finals Danny Green from a couple years back. Sure. Um, uh, Doc, Coach, Coach Doc Rivers not using his challenge on a questionable blocking foul called yep. on. Danny Green, once again. Um, and then after the game, he was like, well, our assistant that usually says whether to challenge things or not uh, didn't give that one the thumbs up. So, so go ahead and, and just, put that on the assistant there. Yeah, it's <laughs> his, his fault. He uh, <laughs> put the assistant under the bus, got in the bus, and drove right over the assistant back to the <laughs> right over and over again. Um, so that's good. Glad our coaches still still blowing leads, still not taking too much accountability for things. Um, Sixers are two and one. Who cares? They lost to the Nets, the important game they played so far. They've beat the Thunder and the Pelicans. Yeah, I mean the Nets only win too. Nets only win. Yes, they are winning right now. They're playing the Wizards as we speak. I think they're up pretty good. Uh, last I saw. Okay. But, um, yeah, we are. We're their first win. They're one and two. Uh, we'll see. Pending the uh, Wizards' big comeback here, I think they're like down twenty or something. But um, <laughs> I think they're good. Yeah, I think the Nets will be good. To the Wizards, yeah. I mean, they definitely could have been down 0-3. You know, I mean, they're down ten points to go, five minutes left. Yeah. I, I, the Nets are kind of a weird team for me. I think uh, they really have some issues, man. They do. I mean, obviously, we knew that was going to be the case with uh, Kyrie not being with them at, up to this point. Um, still wondering what's going to happen there if he's going to just finally get the vaccine and join the team or if there's going to be a trade happening at some point. Um, more and more people keep talking about Ben Simmons for Kyrie. Uh, I, I still don't think that's super likely. I don't. I feel like the Nets probably aren't going to want to do that, although it would help them out a lot on defense because I feel like that's one of their biggest struggles right now is uh, defense. Yeah, and, and, and they need some bigs too because LaMarcus Aldridge is like, turns out he's like their best big man. Oh, yeah. The when team. He he showed that for sure in his game against us. That's who ended up uh, killing us. Absolutely. I remember I was watching in the first half when he first got subbed in. I mean, he had made like four shots in a row. It was like we were literally getting cooked by 95-year-old yeah. LaMarcus Aldridge. Who well, and, retired last year. <laughs> but people forget. I mean, three years ago, he was like a borderline all-star with the Spurs. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. I mean, he's still he's still that guy. He still can be that guy. But, Definitely, it's just he's scary to like run around. He's always kind of looked a little awkward running around, but now that you know he's got heart issues, it's like you can like see it. Right? Like, yeah, he's, he's running he with a bad motor. Like, oh, he's been out there for five minutes. Maybe get him on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he hit the ground twice this quarter. Oh, jeez! <laughs> Somebody pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yes, let's uh, pivot a little bit. Let's uh, talk about the Blazers. Okay. What do you, What have you seen from your team so far? So my team has played uh, their first game against the Kings. Um, that one did not go according to plan. 
it did not go according to plan <laughs> at all. And you know what? The weird thing about that game is we actually kind of shrunk the rotation. Kind of felt like a playoff game. We only used nine guys. Mm. And, I mean, CJ scores 34 points and we still lose the game. So that's I mean, kind of concerning. It's it's hard to beat uh, Harrison Barnes when he goes off for 36 points, nine that's, rebounds. So what, what are you going to do? That is very true. That is very true. He's He's been a killer of us for years, though. If, even if you go back to those old Warriors teams mm-hmm. that were beating us, Barnes was you know a big part of that. But I, I'm a little worried about this team. I, I, I I'll go ahead and say it because, really? well, Dame doesn't really look in top shape. You know, like he's really trying to like win MVP or, you know, when you see some of these other guards out here like Ja Morant, he doesn't look up to caliber with Ja by any means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and. I mean, I don't think Nurkic is really there this year. I don't I don't think he's, you know, the center for this team. I don't think Larry Nance is gonna make it work. A bright spot, I like Simons a lot this year. I feel like he'll make a leap, but we've been saying that for years. So mm. he he looks a lot more athletic though this year. He's like actually blown by def- defenders and stuff. But yeah. So uh sounds like it's time to just blow it up and go ahead and trade Dame to the Sixers. Um I well, think, I think that's well, hold on there. Point. Hold on. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I I would like the CJ trade for Ben. Like, why are we not making that work in Portland? I just don't understand. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know. I think uh, the thing that I saw was Daryl Morey still asking for too much. They don't want to give up as many yeah. picks and stuff as they're looking for. But I, I, mean, I think it should be the other way around, though. You think I mean, so? if you made this trade a year ago, and it was like McCollum for Simmons, you would have to throw in what three first round picks, you know, yeah. two first yeah. round picks, something crazy. So, and you get him in a new team; he's on his full contract. So, sure, maybe right. he asks out again, but you still have the asset for years. So, exactly. So, uh, we'll see. I mean, it's still got a while before um, the trade deadline, a couple months. So, things still could be happening. But um, anyway. And then, so they lost to the Kings first game. Who do they play uh, for their second game? They hold on, beat, hold on. Ooh. We were watching this one. They whooped up on. Do you remember? Oh, 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 oh! The uh, the defending finalist, the defending runner-up of the NBA. There we go. Wipe the floor with them. And you know why we missed this game? I I forgot. Because I was whooping you. Yeah, at NBA Jam. Unlucky. For Drew's birthday. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. we went to an arcade in Nashville. Of course, we spent most of our time on NBA Jam because, you know, unlimited play. You can just play that as much as you want. Right. uh, I, I put forth my best effort. I carried the teams I was a part of. Uh, but it was not enough and uh, could not pick up any wins against Brendan and our friend Colin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was with Colin all night, wasn't I? You were on that game, on that game. Uh, Before that, we were playing the, the NHL game, and me and you picked up a win in that one. I true, mean, we, were, we did. We had Wayne Gretzky, so of course, obviously, we're going to win that. But Pretty unstoppable. Shout out to my teammates, uh, Joey Brown, and my lovely wife, Logan, uh, for stepping in, trying to um, help me. Cop a win in NBA Jam, but it just was not meant to be. 
Wow. So we needed to get Colin on my team so that I could have confirmed that I was the reason my teams were winning. As yeah, yeah. So we'll have to go back and uh, run some there experiments go. there and see what's going on. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, sorry to uh, pull you away from this game where your team was absolutely killing it. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of the thing. They this team usually wins when I don't watch them. So, oh, and then go. when I watch, they can't hit shots. Well, you just never watch a game again. You'll be good. Right. All right. So that that's my team. I mean, kind of first impressions there. I I think we could be worse than I thought. I'll say that. Unfortunately, Still a lot of basketball left to be played. Obviously, two games into a eighty-two game season. But I mean, yeah, Dame. Even in that uh, big win, not not up to Damian Lillard's standards. Only putting up nineteen points. Uh, only playing twenty-four minutes. So I guess he didn't. They didn't need him that much. Being up as big as they were. But uh, can we talk about the Lakers though, Drew? Because that is a team that I really had high expectations for this year. Yeah. And I'm seeing a lot of negative buzz about them. What is going on in Los Angeles? Um, it's not a great start for the, uh, the, the new big three out there uh, in L.A. Um, yeah. Specifically, it looks like one member of the big three not holding up their part too much. Uh, yeah. But uh, with uh, Westbrook not being super efficient so far. Um, but. It's still early. They're still figuring it out. I think that they still will get it figured out. But uh, what do you what do you think from what you've seen from the Lakers so far? Well, listen, they played against the Warriors and Suns, who are both teams I have in the top three in the yeah. West, top four in the West. Okay, so I think everyone needs to chill a little bit about those two losses. Um, and then they play the Grizzlies, and they win in really the game of the year so far. I don't know if you caught that one, Drew, but. Uh, John Morant was just get to see any of it, but I did see. Yeah, just spectacular. I mean, drawing the foul at the end uh, with a chance to tie the game, and he just happens to miss one of the free throws. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, it it was a rough way to lose for the Grizzlies, but um, Jaw really was incredible in that. But the Lakers have a really big problem there, where they can't defend guards. Right, John Morant Mm, cooked him. CP3 cooked him. Devin Booker cooked him. Even Jordan Poole was cooking this team. So I don't know, maybe too much Baysmore. I don't really know what the problem is. We saw that, like, literally we were talking on the podcast about how the Warriors had Avery Bradley, right? Mm-hmm. And then the next week they cut him and the Lakers sign him, and he's playing against the Warriors before we could even get a podcast out. So, yeah, that's crazy how fast things change. Yeah, and he started, and he was playing too. But, okay, before we panic about this team, I have something to say. Let's hear it. They played the Spurs, Thunder, Cavs, Rockets, back to back, and then the Thunder. Hmm. They're going to be seven to two. So yeah, I think so as well. That sounds like a pretty favorable uh, schedule going on there. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, everyone's panicking about them right now, and I kind of love that because it gives me a chance to buy a little bit more Lakers stock, and I'm gonna buy back in with all the money that people sold. Genius, genius. So, uh, you heard it here first. Buy back in on the Lakers if you're if you're feeling down and out on them. Buy low. Buy low on the Lakers. Um, yeah, I saw a meme. I've seen this meme before, but there's just like a graph of the progression of the season versus how Russell Westbrook is looking. Usually at the <laughs> beginning, he's looking horrible. And then at, towards like the midpoint of the season, it's like, oh, this is the best basketball player of all time. And then literally come like April, it's like, who is this guy? He sucks. <laughs> yeah. So, is he an just, all-star or is he a role player? 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, still, still remains to be seen, but um, yeah, we're just at one of those low points for Westbrook right now and playing with a new team, new fit and everything. Um, they're going to get it figured out just fine. Like you said, all these yeah. games they got coming up sounds, uh, sounds like a cakewalk should be a cakewalk for, uh, a, a team of their caliber or what we expect their caliber to be. So, yeah. uh, if they lose a couple of those, uh, then maybe start to panic a little bit on the Lakers, but Right yeah, I mean, teams are going to get good shots against them. They just don't have the defensive pressure with the guards that they have, you know, on this roster currently. Yeah. So it's a lot of uh, Baysmore playing. I think they need to play a little bit more Reeves, uh, the young guy we've seen off the bench. He seemed to add a little bit of defensive help. You know what this team really needs though is Caruso. Right. So yeah, need kind of a bad loss. Him. Yeah. Yeah, Seriously. and just a good good defender off the bench. I mean. Honestly, because Russ isn't going to guard any of these guys. So, All right. But um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes up there. Um, speaking of Caruso, uh, have you got to see any of the Bulls so far? I have, man, and they've been a joy to watch. I haven't got to catch any of their games yet, but uh, they're playing right now, actually, beating the rappers, rap, <laughs> rappers, Raptors. <laughs> rappers. Yeah. Quavo and uh, Two Chains, I think. <laughs> on that team. But they're beating the Raptors right now, sixty-one to fifty-one. Um, what which game did you get to see from them? Uh oh gosh. I'm trying to remember who they played. The undefeated uh Chicago Bulls. Yeah, three and oh. Uh, these Bulls the are. Conference, I believe. We gotta take me through their games real quick, Drew. See game one, Pistons, ninety four to eighty eight. Yeah, uh, okay, two. and that was a game Cade Cunningham did not play in. Mm, yeah, that's right. He was going to miss a little bit of time with that ankle injury. Um, beat the Bull, or <laughs> beat the Pelicans game two, one twenty eight, one twelve, and beat the Pistons again. Okay, so eh, their first three games were Pistons, Pelicans, Pistons, but still three and zero. Was Cade back for that second game? I don't think so. He's still gone. Yeah, but yep, that's their that's their three games so far. Uh, what's uh, what stood out to you about the Bulls? It just it just kind of works with Lonzo and DeRozan more than I expected it to, mm-hmm. and Levine can kind of pick his spots, um, and like take over the game for a little bit, and then DeRozan can be like that scorer that they you know when they just need to put the ball in somebody's hands and just get a bucket right. when the game gets tight. Rosen will do that for you. So I, I like it. Uh, Vucevic looks good on this team too. Um, yeah, that was a good pickup for them for sure. Kind of yeah. not talked about as much now because of all the other uh, additions this offseason. But uh, top yeah. five center. So, I mean, that's got to be useful to have. Yeah, I mean, I guess top five center. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Bulls. I like the Bulls. Um, yeah, happy about where we put them in our little rankings there early in the year. I think we're spot on with the Bulls. Yeah, we did good with that one. Good job, us. Um, they got a tougher stretch coming up, though. They got the Knicks, Jazz, Celtics, and Sixers next four after tonight. So we'll check in with the Bulls again. Uh, they're going to be playing two of those four uh, before our next podcast. So Nice. That's something to talk about with them on the next one. Uh Let's talk about games that are happening right now. Uh, why not, right? Okay. <laughs> so right now the 
Bucks are playing the Pacers. I've got special interest in this one because I've got I made a live bet on the Bucks minus four and a half, and that looks oh, pretty nice. good because the Bucks are up eighty eight to seventy one currently in the third quarter. So good job Dude, there by me. <laughs> these Pacers can't win, but I I absolutely love this team. Like yeah, they're feisty. They put up. They've been putting up a good fight. Yeah, have you seen Chris Duarte, uh, the shooting guard for this team? I have not. Oh, he looks great. He is like going to be a prime time shooter. Drew, where let me tell did you. he come from? <laughs> I I don't know actually. I've like never heard from. of this guy. <laughs> we're we're always bad about that, but I know he hit two big crunch time threes in that first opening game against the Hornets, uh, mm. where. They definitely should have won. They had a 20-point lead before LaMelo kind of took the Hornets back into the game. Um, but, yeah, Brogdon has been really good, too, for this Pacers team. But how about the Bucs? Uh, you, you live bet on the Bucs just now. What do you think about this team? Uh, so they're, they've been kind of weird so far, right? So they had that good win first game against the Nets, obviously. And then, like, two days later, they come out and get absolutely destroyed by the Heat. One thirty-seven and ninety-five is one of the biggest like deficits I've seen in a uh, in an NBA game before, and this is a team that just a couple months ago they swept out of the playoffs. Yeah. So uh, you got to be kind of worried if you're a Bucks fan and you're seeing that, right? Like, or is that just you chalk that up to it's a long season? Like you're just gonna have games like that sometimes. No, I, I'm worried because the depth on this team doesn't really seem to be there like it was in the past. I mean, Grayson yeah. Allen is starting as shooting guard. Yeah, yeah, I made a joke that that's great for our brand because we talk about him so much, but not so sure. great for the, for the Bucks, it seems. Um, but yeah, that's something you mentioned uh, when we were doing our seedings was that uh, you were worried about the depth of this team with some of the departures they had in this offseason, uh, maybe some of their defense not being as good, P.J. Tucker leaving. Um, obviously yeah. that showed in that game against the Heat. I mean, it got so bad, like late in the third and for the whole fourth quarter, I don't even think they were playing their starters. Like, oh, I mean, like, it got so bad that Tyler Hero is almost in the top five points per game score. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember talking about that being horrible for me because I just don't, I don't, I don't know why. He just, he just, uh, I don't know. I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, if you want to know how bad it was, uh, Giannis had 23 minutes in that game, and Thanasis had 18 minutes in that game. There you so go. Thanasis almost playing as much as Giannis against the Heat. Tells you pretty much all you need to know about uh, how bad they were getting blown out. It kind of does, and they never even kind of had a chance to come back in that one. But no. this this Heat team looks pretty good. Um Kind of like what we were saying, they're really good on defense, and they've got some shot makers that can just go out there and get a bucket for them. Lowry looks really good on this team. Yeah, definitely the big addition. Even if he's not the one like putting up a ton of points, he's still um, yeah making things easier for his teammates. Like in that game, he only put up five against the Bucks, so like right. they don't even need him to score a lot for them to be dominant. Yeah, not at all. I mean, I think. What did Omar Yurtsevin have as many points in that game? He had more. As, Omar Yurtsevin, our boy that we talked our about, boy. had eight points in that eight points in eight minutes. Yes, eight what points, eight minutes. Hooper. He is a hooper, man. He is well. His first possession in that game, because you got to watch that garbage time, because I have such stock in this guy. 
he hits a turnaround jumper and one. Mm. And it kind of hurt because Dwayne Dedman, their backup center, was having a really good game. Like, really good game off the bench. Yeah. So I was like, dang, I don't think you're getting in this game. But you blow him out by that much, you get a shot. So Right, yeah, you can get down to your third, fourth strings, whatever, even though you only have 15 on your roster. Um, but yeah, Dwayne Deadman, 13 points, nine boards in 15 minutes. So great game for yeah. him too. Great game good. for all the centers on this team because Bam had uh, 20 points, 13 boards in 23 minutes. So that's uh, like a Bam stat line. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> to a T. And uh, yeah, I mean, great game for the Heat in that one for sure. I believe are they playing right now? I'm not sure. Who is playing or just played the Hornets? Are they playing right now? Hornets are playing the Celtics currently. It is 97-94 at the end yeah, of the third quarter. Oh, the Hornets also 3-0, so I guess tied for the Bulls for first. Yes, they are. And they have a win over the Nets. They do. That's they one of their big wins. Convincing win. 16-point win against the Nets in Brooklyn. Yeah. Because I remember seeing, I saw that video of uh, LaMelo and uh, Jay-Z talking at halftime. So <laughs> Nice. That's how, That was a recap for this game. Yeah, Dude, that's uh, all you need to know about that one. Um, you would have you would have loved that one. If Smith just went crazy in the second half, like nobody could guard him on the Nets. Uh, my guy, love you could literally make half. a full mixtape of him cooking Kevin Durant in that game. I like, will definitely have to go back and watch those highlights. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awesome. Uh, he, I mean, he seems like he's actually going to be a little playmaker for them because who in the NBA is as fast as him? He's just so fast with the ball. Like maybe he just needed the right team. Yeah, it's like a uh, like one of those running backs in the NFL, like tiny but moves. Tariq Cohen. Yes, Tariq Cohen is exactly who I was thinking of. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. I mean that's perfect. But perfect. Hornets look good though. Uh, Lamelo looks really good. We were talking about how Ja might make the leap to twenty five a game this year, and it's certainly looking like he is. Maybe mm-hmm. Lamelo is making that same leap. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he won Rookie of the Year for a reason last year, even though he missed all that time. So I'm definitely expecting some big things from LaMelo in uh, this season. How is he doing tonight? Let's take a little peek at the live stat line for LaMelo. He's got uh, 15, 9, and 5 with 25 or 23 minutes. So looking pretty good. Miles Bridges is cooking again. I was just looking at his stat line from that Nets game. He had 32 uh, tonight. Oh. And He's so clutch it. in that Nets game. He hit two free throws at the end of the game. They're down one. I just didn't expect him to go in. They both did. That he's yeah, he's cooking again tonight. Twenty three points in twenty six minutes. So cool to see from Miles Bridges. I don't I I just like this team, dude. I don't know. Like, so I, fun. like I like their players. Like yeah, they're fun they got fun players. They've got cool young guys they got ish smith obviously what's not to like about that and then on top of that yeah. i feel like their jerseys just usually look pretty cool i like their color scheme absolutely um, hornets is a pretty cool team name so yeah i mean they're three no and hayward is still their closer right now and rosier is still getting healthy so that's pretty good yeah, this is definitely a team to be watching moving forward we might look a little foolish with or me at least with how low i had them uh, i can't remember where you had them in your Seating prediction. Oh, I think I had him at nine. I, it I was great. I think both of us had him in the play-in. Yeah. So. Yeah. But we'll see how that goes. Um, uh, what's going on with the Celtics? Well, Jalen Brown's been really good. 
early in the year yes, for them. I remember he went off for 40-plus in that first game against the Knicks, and they still ended up losing. I mean, he scored almost their, almost every bucket in the first oh, quarter man. for them. 46 points in 46 minutes. That's crazy. And they still lost in overtime. <laughs> that's. I mean, that makes sense because that's kind of what this team needs to win from one of their two stars. Yep. Um, I, I don't know. I saw some Horford highlights that I kind of liked. I think this team will figure it out. I think Celtics pretty high this year. I think I think they'll be okay too. And I always am worried about them doing well because I just feel like they always are good, and it's not good for the Sixers. But I just is what it is. But they looked pretty shaky in those. Well, okay, they didn't look shaky against the Knicks. They were unable to close it out. And then the follow up game two days later uh, against the Raptors, they just got blown out. Yeah, at home. So. Uh, yeah, I know that and, very well because I bet them to cover the spread and they didn't even come close. Ooh, ooh, betting on basketball is pretty tough. I don't know. It is. But I have learned. <laughs> this Raptors team is interesting too. I mean, Scotty Barnes is looking pretty solid. Them, you know, he's uh, second on the team right now in minutes for them. Really? I did not yeah. realize that. Really happy with that because I'm going to take you through every top 10 pick once we get to the Kings here, Drew. Because we yeah. have to talk about a certain king, um, our king, as it were, our off night. <laughs> I love that. That's a great nickname, by the way, for Davion Mitchell. What is it? Off night, because off you night. look and see him on the schedule, and you know it's going to be an off night. <laughs> you got the Kings. That's so cool. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's talk about the Kings. Uh, they're one and two. They beat my Blazers, lost to the Jazz in a close game, lost to the Warriors in a close game. Played the Suns on Wednesday, and the schedule kind of eases up a little bit for them. Um, That's a pretty tough opening four games for them. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it, encouraging that they looked uh, competitive. I had them uh, making the playoffs in my seedings. You did. You had them higher than me. And the reason I kind of had them low was because of Buddy. And... I think I might be kind of right. Um, so with their four guards, uh, they kind of have made some decisions. Buddy seems to be the guy I kind of left out. He's the guy that they're playing for like 25 minutes a game mm-hmm. rather than the rest. And it would make sense if you saw the Jazz game. He had a huge possession where he they get the rebound. Or no, sorry. Davion locks up um, Donovan Mitchell, and he misses a layup. Uh, Buddy Hill gets the rebound, throws an awful outlet pass that Halliburton has to save. Mm-hmm. And the Jazz go the other way. And instead of just allowing a dunk, he and one fouls go bare oh, for a huge five point swing to kind of cost them the game right when it's deep. So yeah. I think this team still has some problems, but um, they're they're going to be one of the most fun teams to watch this year. Yeah. While I we agree. watched Davion Mitchell, and we were very right about him. You specifically, you put me on to him. I don't want to take any credit for that. You did all the work, and I just hopped on the bandwagon. Like, yeah, Davion Mitchell, he's good. Well, I was so surprised because this was the best team, Baylor, in the country uh, where Mitchell was playing. And Mm. he was so clearly the leader on this team uh, defensively. And, you know, he's such a good playmaker. He hasn't really got his foot in scoring yet, but I think he has it in him, and he'll hit some shots when he needs to. Um. And he's really good with the ball in his hands. But he was so good on this Baylor team. I, I was so surprised when people were... This is the national championship team, too. They won it all. Right, yeah. And you'd think the leader of that team would uh, 
be more highly regarded in the draft, but he never came up in any like conversations when people were talking about like top five picks. Like I feel like I never saw him yeah. on those lists. And I mean that always shocked me. Okay, let's go ahead and do this uh, since we're talking about the draft. So the first pick in the draft, Cade Cunningham. Okay, yet to be seen. Yet to right? play with that ankle injury. Yeah, we don't know. He could be, you know, the greatest player of all time. Jalen Green, the Rockets pick. Yep. Seemed, seemed like a good pick. Right? Yeah. I'd be happy with uh, Jalen Green. Evan Mobley, he's a good defensive player. Scotty Barnes, that seems like a good pick. Okay, so the top four, pretty solid picks. I don't know if I'd pick Mitchell over any of them. Do you, I mean, I actually like him more, but... I mean, like, you can like him more, but still understand, like, okay, well, I mean... I'm not going to fault you for taking any of those other guys, right? Yeah, I see They're the all... upside potential, especially in a guy like Jalen Green. Right. Um, still unsure about Mobley, though. And, and Scotty Barnes, is, while he's a good defensive piece, and he'll be good for a while, I just think Mitchell could be better potentially in the future. But still, those are good picks, okay? At yeah. five, the Magic pick Jalen Suggs. Hmm. And this is where I kind of get a little, I don't know about this one, Okay. I mean, Suggs was literally in that championship game against Baylor. And we saw kind of these two go head-to-head. And Mitchell had moments locking him up. But I, I think the Magic will regret that. Yep. So at number six, the, coin there. the Thunder take Josh Giddy. I mean, you got to regret that one, right? Right. Ooh, Over scary Mitchell. Moment. Scary moment for Josh Giddy the other night in uh, that game against the Sixers. Uh, yeah. That shot he was pretty block. good. Yeah. But uh, hope he's okay. I think he's okay. I mean, he still got up and shot his free throws after that. So, yeah. But so there's Giddy. He he went six. I mean, I'm sure the Thunder would rather have Mitchell at this point. Yeah. The Warriors so, take Kaminga at seven, who we haven't seen yet. But I mean, have to be a little worried at this point about that pick if you're the Warriors. Right. How nice would Mitchell be on this team right now? Oh my goodness. People are already talking about the Warriors being back. Imagine if they had a defensive caliber player of uh, Davion Mitchell. Yeah. On that. And so then, and then there's the magic. They took Franz Wagner, who's actually been really solid for them. So can't hate that pick. Um, I mean, I'd still, again, prefer Mitchell over most of these guys though. So yeah. I, I think there's going to be a lot of regret in this class. And then at 13, Chris Duarte goes, and that might be Devin Booker 2.0, like to a T. You think so? He's good, man. He's a good shooter. So confident. But so that's kind of our rookie update right now. I don't think I have anybody ahead of Davion Mitchell. Yeah, like you said, you can you can argue maybe those top four over them, but man, I I would also imagine that all those picks after those top four, like up until yeah. David Mitchell was taken, like they might be looking at him at this point and be like, what were, what were we not seeing here? Like, how do we? Yeah. We I mean, see? how many elite defensive perimeter guys are there in the league? Right. Not many, especially that young too. Like you usually yeah. think of that something that comes with time, right. And developing, but man, right out of college, right into the NBA, he's already yeah. shown what he can do. And that's, I mean, second game. game of his career, he's, Guarding Donovan Mitchell in crunch time, uh, and and holding his own like incredibly well. So yeah. So the Warriors draft uh, Mo- Moses Moody and Kaminga. 
They have played 10 total minutes so far this year, the combined pair. Yikes. Mitchell has played 88 minutes. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. So Davion Mitchell is 8.8 times better than both of them put together. There we go. (laughs) That's what I'm hearing out of that. There we go. And if we do want to kind of flip this argument, because Mitchell hasn't scored very well, Moody has scored actually almost as many points in those 10 minutes. But (laughs) that's not the point. Uh, We don't need to hear about that. That doesn't fit our narrative. Get out of here. (laughs) That's what it's about, too. (laughs) Yeah. So what, uh, what has surprised you the most? So far, what's something you've seen that's just like you did not see coming? Mm, I can't say I'm too surprised by anything except maybe the Hornets. I think they kind of shocked me a little bit with how good they've been. Yeah. Uh, I don't think any of these teams are going to be like a world beater team that's like out of nowhere. Maybe the Raptors are a little surprising. I thought they were going to be bad. I think they're going to be good. Hey, one of us had them in the playoffs this year. That's all I got to say. True. <laughs> True. And I had the Wizards, who might actually be decent themselves. I know they're losing right now, but. Yeah, I mean, uh, they haven't looked terrible with all their new guys coming out. Um, I haven't really seen much of uh, Kuzma playing, but from what I've seen on Twitter, uh, apparently he's holding his own. Yeah. I mean, he has one or two plays where you're scratching your head at the end, but. Of course. The rest of the game, he's, I mean, usually looking pretty solid. He's actually top 10 in the league in rebounds right now, too. Oh, wow. Which is pretty nice for them. Um, something he always had potential to do. But what about you? What's been the big surprise? Ben Simmons coming back? Uh, absolutely not. You know, I'm not surprised by that one bit. I've uh, been talking about that all nice. season. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you what's not surprising was the Sixers blowing that lead. I already talked about that. Don't have to talk about it too much more. Um, but I guess the biggest surprise, I mean, there's not too many, like, I mean, obviously the Hornets looking this good this early is a little surprising, like you said. Um, but overarching surprises, I mean, I guess the Lakers uh, looking like they're struggling a little bit. But again, you could have put that together just like them learning how to play uh, yeah, together in this system. How, how's that going to I got one. Uh, the Mavericks have been kind of disappointing. Yeah, they have been disappointing. Uh, that That is a surprise, and like I didn't even like think to talk about them uh, up yeah. until this point just because they've been like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, they're there. And Absolutely. The, the other night, but lost pretty big to the Hawks in their first game. In the uh, Trey Young versus Luka Doncic game, uh, a game that, classic. Yeah, everybody's always going to be looking at those games uh, since these players were traded for each other. Uh, but Trey definitely got the better. Uh, I, I mean, his team definitely got the better in the first one. They Trey scored nineteen, Luka scored eighteen. But uh, yeah, they've been kind of just whatever, right? Ever not not too good. Kind of kind of look bad on defense. But, yeah. I mean, the Hawks are deep. They're really good. They are really good. And I thought, like, uh, I made a bet with the Hawks in it the other night, and they let me down big time. They lost to the Cavs, actually. Oh, yeah. No one in the five. Uh, they were pretty They've big favorites in that one. Yeah, the Cavs um, winning a game, uh, I guess, in the first yeah. three games is a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> 
in a couple. Yeah. They were in the Hornets game too. They were, yeah, yeah, and uh, they were pretty close with the Grizzlies in their opener as well. So, perfect. Well, all right. Are you ready to play the game, Drew? Man, I, I guess so. Let's let's play the game. Tell the people what you got for us. Okay, uh, we're gonna do this Family Feud style. Uh, top five answers are on the board. Oh okay. boy. Uh, you have three X's. Okay. <sighs> okay. Name a player in the top five points per game scoring. Um, through three see. games. Through three games, I with my first pick, I'm gonna guess. Uh, Bradley Beal. Oh, incorrect. Oh wow, incorrect. So one X already to start. Ah, oh, that hurts. Fell game. off. He fell off. Um, <laughs> he's, he's done. <laughs> cooked. Done. Yeah, cooked. Oh, um, <laughs> um, hmm. Uh, jeez. Now I'm scared. I already good. got one X, and I've got five names left to guess. Ugh. Um, let's go. I mean, I'm just gonna take the chalky answers, I guess. Uh, Kevin Durant. Correct. Number okay. three. Thirty-three points. Number three. Okay. Okay. Thirty-three points per game is what he's putting up right now. Yes. Oh goodness, he's still great. Um, <laughs> still great. So good in that sixth game. Unfortunately, he was. Who else? Oh, gosh. Mm, let's go. Is Steph's got to be on there. Steph no? is absolutely at number four. Okay. Steph, okay. 31 points per game. 31 for Steph. Um, I'm not going to guess Damian Lillard because looking at those stats earlier, it didn't seem like he was putting up a ton. Um. Mm. Okay, okay. I'm working through these. Um, goodness, this is hard. I mean, <laughs> I'm nervous. Like, there's no stakes for this, and I'm nervous. I feel like I would perform awful, awfully on uh, Family Feud, for real. Um, you just breeze. You'd be the person that doesn't get an answer out. Yeah. And I'm you always yelling at, at these people like they're idiots. Like, what are you doing, dude? It's so <laughs> yeah. easy. And, well, <laughs> not quite. Ah, uh, gosh. Who's good? Who's good? Who's had a good uh, game? What's up? Who's played well? I was gonna say Jalen Brown, just because he scored forty six in the opener. Jalen Brown is at number ten. You have two X's. Oh good number ten. Twenty seven point five points per game, Jalen Brown. Twenty seven point five is tenth, huh? Tenth wow. league. Yeah. Racist. There you go. I'll go ahead and knock one off just so you don't guess it because I know you were thinking it. Harrison Barnes is at nine. Uh, Harrison Barnes. Yeah, I know you were thinking it. So <laughs> save you one there. Made it a lot easier on you. Thank you. Yes, I definitely appreciate that. Um, uh, let's go Paul George. George is number one in the league. Number at one. Wow. Game. That is crazy. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Okay. Okay. So I've got three. And I've got two X. Two more players. Boy. Oh, boy. I'd give you a hint, but we have two more of these to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go. I feel like what I'm, the guy I'm thinking of is a little risky, but I know he's been playing really well. Um, I like where you're going with this. Do I want to guess it? Should I guess this guy? Do you? You have to. 
You're going to be right. John Morant. John Morant is tied for one with 35 points okay. a game. All right. Oh, goodness. One, one more. more to go. Oh, man. I don't think I'm going to get it. I'm blanking. <laughs> it's a hard one. It's a hard one. one. It's a hard one? Oh, I'm definitely not going to get it then. Um, Give me. He's only played two games. Hmm. That, uh, yeah, I don't think. I'm that was a hint. What's that? That was a good hint. That was a good hint. Okay. See if you can name one of the guys on other guys in the top ten. Oh goodness. Um, only played two games. Who has only played two games so far? Hey, no looking. I'm not okay. Okay, no looking. No looking. <laughs> oh goodness. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm just I'm like blanking, just trying to think of teams right now. Like my brain is just empty. This is rough. I'll take the X. Um, just give me, mm, give me uh, LeBron. I mean, just oh, incorrect, incorrect. Uh, Sorry. Uh, the correct answer was CJ McCollum at thirty-one. Oh, wow. Yeah, thirty-one wow. for CJ. Uh, at number six was Jokic. At number seven was Randall, Julius Randall, and number eight was Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero. Wow. Oh. I didn't realize he is still up that high. Jeez. I snuck in earlier in the podcast that Tyler Hero was a top 10 scorer trying to get you to pick him in the top five. It did not uh, work. Yeah, that just flew right over my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now moving on to assists per game. This one's hard, but again, doable. Four you should get. But I don't think you'll get the leader. Let's see. Ben Simmons. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Would be if he was playing, surely. Um, uh, let's go Lamelo. One X. Ooh, one X. Oh my goodness! Again with this. Already <laughs> too stressed. The wrong foot. Golly, man. Um. Uh, surely. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Ooh, two X's. Russell Westbrook no. is seventh. He's oh seventh right now. Point seven. I know this is this is pretty hard. This is hard. What the heck, dude? Um, James Harden. I feel like he's been facilitating pretty well. And incorrect. Oh, oh for five God. on this one because James Harden is eighth and he's averaging eight Goodness. assists. So you did name two players in the top ten, but unfortunately, no guys in the top five. This top five list consists of Darius Garland at number one with oh, twelve obviously. assists a game. Obviously, CP three at number two, averaging eleven point seven. Why, Trey how, Young. How did I not guess literally the point guard? I'm so sorry. You did not guess any point guards, uh, actually. Uh, Trey Young at 10.5 points per game. Oh, gosh, dude. Luka Doncic, 9.5. Kicking yourself. I know I can feel it over there. so easy, dude, now that you're seeing them. This one's going to hurt Damian Lillard. Oh, my gosh, dude. Nine and a half. There you go. Um, such a dunce. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I, that's kind of why I was going over this because it was surprising me who was at the top of the league, you know, in these stats. Um, Rubio's at six. Westbrook and Harden are at seven and eight, like I said. Morant's at nine. And then Brogdon is at 10. Mm. All right, our last one. And we'll get y'all out of here. Who is the top five leaders in turnovers per game? Turnovers. Uh oh, shoot. 
thought we were hitting rebounds. You zagged me here. I was oh, already ready to guess. A already cheating, but Shoot. no. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't cheating. I just had a couple guesses. Uh, turnovers. Oh, goodness. Are these... Hmm. These gonna be big names, like couple big names. Couple big names. Couple big. Names. One huge name at number one. Really? Oh gosh, I'm giving you bad information. Oh, you are. Yes. <laughs> <I'm totally laughs> okay. okay, I'll just act like you didn't say anything. One obscure player that may have scored a lot of points in a game one time. Is that <laughs> number one? Uh, who's that guy that scored a bunch of points in the bubble game? I don't even know if is he is TJ Warren even still playing? Like I, I don't his. think so. I think maybe the Pacers would be good if Warren was playing. Yeah. Um hmm. Turnover leaders. Uh let's go. Give me some easy ones. Uh, who's gotta be guys on bad teams, right? Not no. Really? Oh, Not good. at all. Okay. Well shoot. Uh <laughs> well there goes. One of them is. All my plans. Uh, <laughs> LaMelo Ball is not on this list. I just want to make that known to the world. Yeah, I was thinking about guessing him, but at the same time, I was like, mm, I don't know. So, I've never seen him commit a turnover. He's never, never committed a turnover. No. Never lost either. Just like <laughs> Never lost. <laughs> um, there's no Sixers on this list, right? I feel like we've been pretty good on turnovers. Ooh, there are no Sixers on this list. Okay, okay, that's good. So, at least I I got that. Um, <laughs> Some relief. Huh. Uh, blanking once again. Um, let's go with. Give me high usage rates, guys. Uh, let's just guess uh, <laughs> Russell Westbrook again. <laughs> That is a great guess for turnovers because he is number three in the league right now with 5.7 turnovers. Okay. I kind of wasn't thinking about saying – I was thinking about saying him before, and then you said not good teams. I was like – Oh. No, you said not bad teams, so that's just – Yeah. Okay. I'm dumb. Anyway. uh, But, okay. Westbrook in there. At least I got one. Um, High usage. uh, I feel like – John Morant's always touching the ball. Has he turned it over a lot? I haven't. He has it. not. He has not turned it over. Morant not on here. Not on here. Okay. There's one X. Um, let's go. Who one. else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, James Harden. James Harden, number two. Five point seven turnovers per game. Oof. All right. Um. Let's see. Are there high usage? High usage? High usage? Uh, by Giannis. Ooh, Giannis is not on here. I believe he was eleventh though. Ah, oh, dang, close. I guess. <laughs> two X's. Two X's. Uh, to go. I gotta say, my belief is not too high here. Let's go. Um, Let's get one more. Luca. Luca, correct. That's the Luka. one I was hoping you were gonna get at four. Okay. Luca Doncic, seven, four. five turnovers a game. Uh, let's see who else. These next two are hard. I'll just say it. Yeah. Okay. Might as well guess. Yeah. Um, go go a little bit off off the rails here. Don't don't go chalk. Uh, um, what's his name? Donovan Mitchell. 
Donovan Mitchell, no, 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 no. Dang. Okay. <laughs> At number one in turnovers per game is Kevin Porter Jr. Oh, okay. There you go for Houston, averaging six and a half. And De'Aaron Fox is at five. Oh, I was thinking I was gonna guess a different king, but Oh, who are you gonna guess, buddy? Oh, buddy healed, yeah. But you said not too chalky, so I was like, oh, I feel like people would expect him to turn it over a bunch. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's Fox, turns out. Mm. Uh, well, there you go. Turnovers. They might as well trade him to the Sixers for Ben Simmons. <laughs> might as well. <laughs> might as trade, well. trade Fox. If, if I'm the Kings, man, why not make a move right now? Well, you have Halliburton and Mitchell. Seriously, like, uh, why do you need to hold? Why do you need to hoard all these guards? I understand. Whatever. Like, they can they can keep doing what they're doing. I guess we'll see how it works out for them. Uh, that was fun, though. We should do that regular, regularly, uh, Family Feud style. Kind nice. Of get your, okay. Probably change the name just in case we, on the off chance we ever hit it big. Uh, probably change <laughs> Family Feud. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll workshop that for sure, but cool. I like that a lot, and I'll I'll have some for you next time. Oh, cool. let's go! Better under pressure than I do. Um. <laughs> well, alrighty, yeah, I like that too. I like you know, I think that's something that the audience can uh, play along. Right, they're probably like how I am when I'm watching Family Feud, like yelling. How are you? Come on, like you idiot! What are you Stay doing? Steph, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just forgot every NBA team. Like, uh, who plays in the NBA? I don't know. I've, I've lost them all. <laughs> right. Well, writing these NFL articles. Right. Yeah. It's hard to keep up with everything. Seriously. But, um, you know, you guys could help me keep up with everything better. Just keep supporting the show. Uh, create some jobs for us. Um, that would be great. Um, and by supporting us. Not only do you create jobs for us, you create jobs for other people to replace us at our current jobs. So you like jobs? Support the show. Support the website. Um, That is nssportsmedia.com. Of course, you're already listening to the Good NBA podcast. You know about that one. Uh, Make sure to like, subscribe, uh, ring, hit the bell. Eventually, we're going to get some video podcasts up. We're going to have a YouTube channel, and it's going to be great. Uh, It's going to be great. Definitely uh, be on the lookout for that when that happens. Uh, stream NFLs as well if you want some cool, good NFL content. Uh, you got anything else for the people, Brendan? Hey, I got nothing else to say. I'll just throw uh, one more thing, I guess. I guess I do have one more thing. Uh, Clay Thompson should be a top 75 player all the time. Oh, you think so? All right, and we'll just leave the people with that one. Yeah, stew on that for a week, and uh, we'll get back to you next week with that, with with some more. Uh, NBA 75. So, uh, thank you once again for listening. Uh, it's great fun doing this show. So, it makes it a lot better when I know that there's people on the other side listening. So, leave us some feedback. Leave some comments. Uh, send us an email, nssportsmedia at gmail.com with some feedback. Love to hear from you. Um, but that'll do it for this week. And uh, as always, I'm your host, Drew Wade, for my co-host, Brendan Swam. We will see you next time. Y'all be easy. <laughs> <laughs>